like, I don't know. Kicking lyrics right through your brain. When you hear this saying, you'll be right as rain. Well. All right. Well, it's that time, buddy. Well, let's kick this up. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Gentlemen Jojo. Oh, boy. To my left, as always, yes. from Detroit, Michigan. Be ill. Yeah, he's not feeling too good. Not well. feeling too good. A little under the weather. Yeah. But the um, show comes before my health, and you know that that's true. Give me a proper intro. Come on. Okay. Uh, from Detroit, Michigan. Warm up for Conan O'Brien. Dr. Warm-up Ken. Dr. Ken. Man with a plan. We don't have time to list all my yeah. credits. Uh, Gary Cannon. And to my right, from Pittsburgh, PA, heading off to the state of Hawaii this weekend. Yeah. Steve Byrne, everybody. Go ahead, what else do you have to say about it? Oh, no. I was just wondering who you're working with. I'm working with Paul Ogata yeah. and uh, Dad Fan, and we're doing a charity benefit. Oh, nice. For, yeah. Last for Lions. It's what is that all about? It's a charity, Gary. I can afford to take a week off and <laughs> do some charity work in Hawaii and bring my family and parents with me. So is that what you're getting at? That's yeah. awesome that a charity is reaching out to you in hopes of losing money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why don't, go uh, okay, enough Can of I this. just say something? I, I, I'm, what? I'm a little bummed. You and I used to get together every Monday night. We used to watch The Bachelor. Yeah. It's off the air. The finale was a couple weeks ago. But I am hooked on this Bachelor in Paradise, which I love. And maybe our guest is interested in Bachelor in Paradise well. why well. don't you give a nice introduction no. to our guest? Well, I've known our guest for a long, long time. In fact, I met him years ago when yeah. he first moved or was kind of making permanent residency mm-hmm. here in L.A. I met him uh, at the Ice House in Pasadena, and we became friends. And then all of a sudden, I see him on America's Got Talent, and he's blowing up. Yep. And he's just really funny and uh, is really kicking ass. And I'm delighted that he took time out of his very busy schedule to mm-hmm. be here with us today. I am too. Uh, a round of applause for America's Got Talent runner-up, but still in my book, number one. Taylor Williamson, everybody. Throw your hands together, Aaron. <laughs> Stop yeah. looking at submityourflicks.com and look over here. By the way, great site, which you turned me on to. Thank you, Stephen. Welcome okay. to our show. Gary, you know what's special about you is like you're so full of shit, but like... <laughs> I still like it makes me still makes me smile and I still t- I, even though I know you're full of it I still take it as a compliment. Why am I? No, it's tough to tell when Gary's sincere, but I've known him long enough. Yeah, and he is being very sincere. that I was sincere. You yeah, think so? I, yeah. I get accused. I've been told I, I'm sarcastic when I give compliments to people. They they, yeah. they they think I'm making fun of them. Like truly in life, it hurts me. You don't uh, you don't do podcasts with the cans. You know, I don't this? want to put all this comedic, creepy comedian oh. ear juice on my face. Oh, you okay. want Sam Tripoli's... Um, <laughs> He's the exact one I was thinking about. Yeah, the Armenian <laughs> dripping uh, Drakkar scent. Of whatever that is that uh, Sam... Drakkar? You guys like buttholes? <laughs> Sam, relax. <laughs> Do you remember in high school, like, Drakkar was, like, the big cologne? That and polo, and you'd save up your money For to you, buy For you, wasn't it Old squirt. Spice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brute. <laughs> you, you bought that big bottle of brute for like eight cents i gotta ask yeah. you we had axe body spray because you, obviously you know that was i think your foray into everybody kind of you know like now you're touring and all that stuff but when you're doing those shows how tough is it to whittle down your material to just what is it it's always like two minutes right oh if america's got talent Blurts? they say 90 seconds 90 se- it's so it's like, like a minute and a half yeah how tough is it to to like literally condense and cram and trim the fat on a bit that you know kills if it's the bit could be three minutes long yeah how tough is it to to do that but then know you got 
to do another 90 seconds the following or whatever. The part of it, the show that makes no sense at all is like, did you ever do Last Comic Standing? Did you guys do that thing? No. Like, uh, you're like, no, we have integrity. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Steve no. doesn't like TV. We, we do six <laughs> Not a big fan. <laughs> That's a network show, right? Shut up. Steve's more of A&E Lifetime kind of thing. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> Gary's logo. <laughs> Fuse. <laughs> Logo's the game. Anyway. I, I got anyway. it. I got this guy. Yeah. <laughs> But how I, tough is that? I thought you were gay for the first. A lot uh, of people do think that. People think I'm gay too. I think we have the similar things. People think we're sarcastic and gay all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe because we're like talking about having sex with guys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who's the, or or the fact talk. that you shop at Top Shop. <laughs> Boom! I, I I've gotten like, a wardrobe from there. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> all my free free suits from America's Got Talent. All my nice clothes are clothing from America's Got Talent. They're all from Top Shop. Yeah, shout out. Look good on you. I don't they look know. good. It's, don't... They're good for skinny suits. Sorry, Gary. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Gary shops at the Rosie O'Donnell collection. <laughs> Wait, well, Mer- Mervyn's. That's out of business. I've updated since then. What Taylor. are you saying? Kohl's. <laughs> What's that joke you have from Kohl's? Uh, yeah. I used to do Mervyn's. Now I do Kohl's. What's the joke you have from? Yeah, he was gonna say years ago that you don't you don't do that joke anymore. Yes, of course he does. Not. Yeah, I just he updated does. the reference. Please. He goes to someone every the first time I saw it, I'm like. Oh shit, he totally got that guy. Hey, what are you gonna say? <laughs> Mervin's? And then the next show. This I'm guy's like, relevant. Hey, what? <laughs> this is like, I'm like brand new comedy. Like, where are you gonna shit? Mervin's? I'm like, wait, <laughs> does he bring the same guy in the crowd every show to do that? And then I realized he's that he, that? He's same guy. This guy's same genius. Joke. Genius. That same sucks. Joke. You, you have to pay your opener to bring an opener. Like, <laughs> the audience at Conan is starting to say the same things you're saying. <laughs> So bitter, but no. Well, oh, so they fuck ask you. I have an answer for that. Yeah, please. Well, the, well, the crazy thing is, like, uh, you have to do um, your best stuff every time, and then mm-hmm. be better the next time. Right. Because you're supposed to. The whole thing is you got to escalate. You have to bring it more than next, which it literally doesn't even make sense. So you just like, flam- <laughs> I don't know. But uh, what you do on the show, you just cut out. You just go to the big punchline every time. And thankfully, my yeah. jokes are quick, most of them. They're short. Yeah. So I was able to... It made sense for my style of comedy. But it's not for everybody. Like, I don't... It's for, like... Like, Brian Regan wouldn't do well on the show. Right. Over the course and of the I run, amazing, how many sets did you have to do to get to the finals? Um, I think I did eight or nine total. But it's, like, times 90 seconds. Like, people... Right. Last Comic Standing, they did a whole hour special on this stupid right. show. Yeah. But then on, uh, on America's Got Talent, like, I did, like... 12 minutes or something, you know? Wow. And then also, I, it was a learning process because I went on tour like crazy afterwards. There was only a couple jokes that I couldn't repeat because mm-hmm. they heard them before. And then there's a couple jokes that I would get applause breaks because like, oh, it's, we like that joke. But the rest right. of them, they didn't remember them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I could just repeat your stuff. Right, because once the show finishes, you guys do this big tour with the top 10 finalists, yeah. right? I mean, but, but getting back to the show, I mean, I was a huge... Uh, Howard mm. Stern fan, still yeah, am. Me yes. too. So, so was right, that right. just intimidating for mm-hmm. you to go out on that stage? Right, right. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> you sound like. <laughs> God, yeah. You sound like Delilah. Is, was there a judge that you were intimidated by? Um, I was scared to do it at first. I said no at first because mm-hmm. I didn't want to. <laughs> they were begging me, please, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're short people this year. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't want to. I was like in a bad spot. They're very mm-hmm. like cliche, good story. My career was like in the worst place it's been. And like I, I was 10 years in and just in the worst it's ever been, which is a special place to be. So I went on out of desperation, not because I was, oh, this would be fun. I went on right. to like I have nothing else. 
because I was scared to risk having Howie Mandel and Howard Stern say you're not funny. Right. Because for my ego and at that point in my career, or even now, it'd be like, oh no, maybe they're right, you know? <laughs> right. So that was the risk for me. But then later on, the strategic part that was hard. Howie was supportive nonstop. He's really sweet. And then Howard, like he has the back of the Jewish comedian guy trying to do his thing, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, and then, but the parts that were scary was the the German supermodel where uh, English is her second language, respectfully, and then right. the British uh, pop singer. So just because they're not right. they're not mm -hmm. comedians and right. they're pretty girls, so they're not <laughs> watching comedy all day, analyzing stand up comedy. Sure, right. They're, better, they're being pretty. You know, <laughs> there used to be an on yachts and being served for by real? the Russian billionaires' servants. Yeah, but which is crazy though, <laughs> like, actually, because, <laughs> because Heidi then became this huge fan of yours, right? Yeah, yeah, which is kind of interesting that that whole thing kind of played out as a result of it. The only reason I have a career now, and I'm not exaggerating, like, like Heidi didn't like one of my jokes in the first live show, mm -hmm. and she was very like aggressive towards me, and mm -hmm. it like really was like it bothered me. Like I wasn't. A, like I was like not prepared for this. I wrote I wrote jokes for every possible thing that judges could say to me, so I could seem appear to be witty. And like, yeah, it's one thing if like Rachel Ray doesn't like a joke, it's like all right, you're Rachel Ray. But it's like when a supermodel's like, I don't like your joke. It's like this gorgeous, stunning, perfect <laughs> man doesn't like my. Uh. <laughs> but like I, she said, you're not appropriate for children. And I felt so bad because I was like other other parents at home just covering their kids' faces. It's my first live TV show. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's like what comedian wants to strive to be like entertaining for children. I don't know. I mean, there was a guy. You know that, what I mean, though, there was a guy that went on like the week before and did like a, a full-on rape joke on TV, and I was just like, really? "This guy's disgusting." Like, <laughs> like you know him too. I don't know whatever his name is, but like uh, he had some joke about like his pure f perfume is like chloroform or something. His favorite, oh. something like horrible, whatever that yeah. joke. And it's like you just told a rape joke on television. Like you're not yeah. one. You're like not gonna get voted through, you idiot. Two, you're a bad person. Maybe if he's listening, <laughs> I don't know if he's a fan, but. Uh, What's my point? But her being mean to me created like a storyline, mm -hmm. which you don't get on these competition reality shows. You just oh, do that's perform. interesting. You write right. a performance, you go home, you perform to go home. I got uh, Heidi Klum thinks you're not funny, so the crowd. You, uh, what's my point? People get standing ovations on the show, then they don't get voted through. There's not, it's boring. Just like right. you're great, you're great, you're great. Bye. But like controversy, her going, I don't think you're funny, and the crowd goes boo. That cr creates interest. Like. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm so bad at talking. Anyway, so the next round, I did a thing about jokes that I thought were appropriate for her. Then I got a storyline on the show. And oh, there you go. Now yeah. it's like, good lord, it's like three years later now, and people come to me to ask me about Hi Heidi. Like, and I got, I got to go on the show again the next year, doing a thing with her and stuff. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so grateful. And she played along, and she was so sweet. And like, yeah. Um, she's putting on a. Sh and in her defense too, she's her job. These people's jobs are to say things. Yeah, they they got to poke the bear. They got to take some jabs sometimes and not be nice. Yeah, like ever since Simon Cowell, I think you, every show has that person. And sometimes it, it's interesting do. that you say that because mm. Chris Newberg, right, right. Jay Chris Newberg, had that storyline. Okay. <laughs> Just shut up. I mean, I'm really <laughs> into, into what you're saying. It's <laughs> think about that fan this weekend. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm just telling you. Uh, Jay Chris Newberg had this interesting uh, banter with. Uh, um, uh, Pierce, yeah. where every time Pierce came back and said something, he always had something funnier. So his rebuttals were almost always better than just his, like he was almost doing it just to be funny with him. And then that created that storyline, which I think that they were looking for, yeah. which is kind of interesting. But to me, being on that stage, because you did it at Radio City, right? Yeah. I mean, to be in front of like Howard Stern, I mean, that's that's a, a crazy thing, especially if you're a fan of his. I it's uh, 
I had like so many dream come true things on that show. It was just, like really amazing. I'm like, I'm still talking like I kiss their listening. Like I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Do you do you get to interact with them very much or no? Uh, once because they want it to be professional and don't want you interacting with them. While you're on the show, you're not supposed to. But then you see them. You'd be in the hallway and you just you're just like with Mel B and her kids. And then she's yeah. just like, get stay away from that man. You know, she said it's funny though. You know, yeah. she's like they're all so, so sweet. Like Heidi came up to me after she was mean to me and she said some nice things and and then um how uh they're all they're also uh they're also nice and then uh then after the show like i, I went to serious radio to do something and then i see howard in the hallway and then i was and then uh, i was like oh it's howard i i know him he knows yeah. who i am like he met my mom like i yeah. think so i was just like howard and he <laughs> and then he turned around which he apparently doesn't do and yeah. he's like hey man and like not like excited, but just like oh hey man. But then we talked for like a, a couple of minutes, and That's like nice, yeah. and then like this it was like in a serious radio where the music is, obviously. yeah. And then um, <laughs> and the comedy and everything, you know, all those things. And then uh, can we start over? And then <laughs> but I'm like talking to Howard and Ronnie Limo Driver, who like when he's on his own, Ronnie's just like. Dude, you're so fucking funny, man. He's right, like, and right. He's, like, he's just po- posting naked photos of random strangers. And right, stuff. and then like with Howard, he's like a he's a secret service agent. Like he does not like he doesn't even smile. He just acts like he's just Howard's like yeah, like, right, respectfully, you know. But uh, so I go up to Howard, talk for a minute or two, and then there's, there's a bunch of black guys who are like in the lobby. Enough said. They see. <laughs> like, <laughs> I say this I'm painting the picture. I, I'm racist too, but <laughs> it's just very funny. Like. Uh, uh, how do I, like they're like rapper type guys? Yeah, <laughs> no, like a grandma, but like rapper type black guys. <laughs> you mean rap guys? <laughs> rapper, but they happen to be black too. Just yeah. like painting the photo, you know, just like right. They probably went to a great college, you know. But like, <laughs> I'm something like Kent. It, <laughs> 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 my point is, they see me, this scrawny white weirdo, talking yeah. to Howard Stern, and they all came up. They're like, probably like, I'm gonna talk to Howard too. So they came up, they're like, hey, what's up, Howard? And then Howard's like, I gotta get out of here. Oh, like, oh. so righty bails. <laughs> they like cock blocked me from Howard because they were like, we can talk. Like a weirdo can talk to him. Was that so, a good story? So, <laughs> so I tell it again. No, we'll just edit out the first 14 more, minutes. Do you want more details uh, of what they no. look like? <laughs> but but you're, you, you really think that your career before AGT was just, it wasn't where you wanted it to be, struggling, trying to figure out what you wanted to do, trying to figure out how to make money as most of us are trying to do. So that you you felt like, hey, this is a sink or swim kind of thing. I gotta I gotta do this and hopefully it will kickstart what I need to do. Yeah, I went on just hoping to get on like two episodes so I can get some college dates. Like, cause I did Last Comic Standing in 2010 and like that paid my bills for like three years. Then I- It did. But then, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I have like all first world problems. Like I never had a, Outside of high school, I never had a day job outside of comedy. Oh wow, that's great! But like, I lived like a poor piece of shit though the whole time. Like, I should, I because of pride or ego and everything or whatever, uh, I never got a, a day job. I should have. I literally should have had a nice. I should have worked three days a week somewhere, just being a human being, you know. But whatever. So I was going to get a day job for the first time, which like poor me, you know. But. But I, I didn't even know what to do. I was like, what do I'm about to I my mom lent me two thousand dollars, which she didn't have even on credit. I don't even know what that means, but you can like she like Gary does. That's funny. You guys are funny. But like then I was the the deal was like, I'm uh like I'm either gonna make lots of money, I'll pay you back, or uh I'll get a day job and so how great was it to go through this the experience of being on the show ascending as you did and then obviously your your mom came out right 
Yeah, she's a lesbian now, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know like, what I mean? To come her. out to the show and see you there and all that stuff, I mean, it's got to be yeah, a little yeah. share the experience with her. Yeah, my mom's crazy, though. But so, like, <laughs> yeah, it was, that, that was a whole thing. I, like, I love my mom, but like, here's the thing. She doesn't know what a podcast is, so I can do it. <laughs> no, she does. I love my mom, in case she's listening. And in the case she's not listening, I love her. Uh, uh, but I, I've, I had to say this to her at one point. The reason, this is like a real thing. She's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm like, you understand the reason I got runner up on America's Got Talent is because y- you. Like, not, but you're, you're like, oh, that's so sweet. And then, like, if I had good parents, I wouldn't even have gone on the show. I wouldn't be here with you guys. Be like, oh, I get to do a podcast. Right. Like Gary and Steve. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't need that validation. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. If I, like, if I, the people with good parents got kicked off fast and then they're just happy somewhere, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I did this because, like, I needed, uh, I'm being silly. A you have bit. more in common with those rappers than you ever thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I like um, rap music. So let me ask you though. Hold on. I love my mom, but so my mom came to all the shows and stuff. But yeah. it, was, it was a funny thing though, because like, but truly, like, I don't know if you guys, I don't like my family at my shows. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm a little bit of a different person. Gary doesn't mind. Gary, why don't you tell <laughs> him the joke that you do in front of your mom? Steve likes his family at his shows because he needs those people filling. Seats. Oh fuck off! <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> like, like he I'm gonna like, yeah, please he begs them. Gary, Gary loves having his mom at the shows, and he does this joke about right. Good. Why don't you tell the joke? The joke Why, is, the, uh, hey, hey, mom, where did you get that shirt, Mervin? <laughs> <laughs> the joke is, uh, well, you I lost have, my virginity. You have a different joke besides that? I, I have three. Uh, well, I have three total. One, what, brand new one. Uh, I lost my virginity in my parents' bedroom because it was the only place my mom felt comfortable. Uh, <laughs> and then people start moaning. I'll say, "Don't moan. You'll sound like her." And then, uh, but he does it. I do and it his mom's in mom. the audience. Yeah, and just like you think. You wouldn't. You have other jokes that you could like take that one out and put something for the else time in. being. Yeah, but then I couldn't finish. That makes the... me uncomfortable. Yeah, but then I wouldn't be at the fifteen-minute obligation that I'm committed to. <laughs> I'd only be at thirteen. Yeah. So financially, right? When you finish AGT, are you better off than you were when you finished Last Comic Standing financially? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. So it it really like elevates you to a level that let's say you didn't live off the cheap, right? Let's say you. You know, you had your own place. You want to buy. Some, I mean, like, could you still afford that lifestyle, or it's it, no? I mean, you could, because I just don't know. Let's get down to brass tacks. Give us some numbers here. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Well, the winner, the winner gets to headline in Vegas, correct? Yes. I, no. Oh, that changed. It's misleading. Oh, it is. Oh, uh, but the last two winners happened to do. They have the option to maybe do a show in Vegas that mm-hmm. they would help produce and stuff. But the guy my year, they said, yeah, you get a headline show in Las Vegas, and it is true. But we went on tour that year, and then he went out last on the tour spot in Las Vegas, along with the other dates. But there was no Vegas show offer for him. Oh well, wow! And only Terry Fader did a Vegas show, right? And the last two winners, the magician and the ventriloquist guy, did a the new ventriloquist guy did a, a Vegas show, but. I don't think any other one else has done that Vegas show. The year that I did warm up on the show years and years ago, there was a guy who <laughs> <laughs> can't even get on the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Steve's mom was actually on TV. She was in the Lucky Stool episode of Sullivan and Son, <laughs> and her career—I mean, it's just well, that's up. right. My mom, my mom has more TV credits than Gary. <laughs> wow! 
What a special lady. I literally, Steve and I are fans of The Bachelor, and I did warm up on the finale. So at the end of the show, they I give can't away. Tell if you're joking. No, about I'm being this, serious. This I'm I being serious. I did warm up on The Bachelor finale, and at the end of the, the show, they give away all the plants and the flowers that are on set because they'll die. So they give them away to all the crew members. So I grab this beautiful flower arrangement, and I bring it over to Steve's later that night because we are going to watch it, even though I already know who won. I'm going to watch it with Steve and his wife. And I, I placed the flower down, and I said, hey, when your daughter wakes up, let her know that something in this house has been on network TV. <laughs> I wanted her to be completely aware that there was something. This wasn't but, TBS bullshit. Fuck off. So you're you're touring now though, yeah, and yeah. it's just now it now it's that's the that's the bump that got you over, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I tour like not. I did like a year and a half of like nonstop touring. Have you ever done that thing where you just like like almost every? You weekend? can look at me when you ask that question. <laughs> Why don't you bring Steve him with works you? the funny bones. Fuck off. If you ever need an opener, buddy, here this guy. But how is it? How is it to go from literally? Well, I went know. from not. Like it's funny. Like other people. Like my career's just been weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's just been like I got by. I got like Craig Ferguson when I was twenty and twenty one. Like yeah. I got like stuff. But then I got into colleges and like I ne- I never did the whole like. You start as a host, and then you feature these clubs, and then right. like, they eventually move you up to headliner because they appreciate, they respect you. Like I never got any. I had a comic bring me. Tom Wilson uh, brought yeah, me. On yeah, the, he brought me on the road for like a yearish, year and a half. So like I got to feature like big. Then you rooms. got good enough to. But I never got to. Ha- I barely. I remember I was always frustrated. I like when I was younger, and like I would look at. Uh, clubs where I'm like, no one's ever heard of this guy. He's a zero draw. He has no credits. He's probably right. just some goofer, goof, some goof, goofer comedian. I like that. I'm gonna say like a goofer, goober, and like, and then they'll headline him for shit money. Why don't you headline me for shit money? Right. And I, I would claim ageism when I was like, like 23, and I've been on like live at Gotham and all this shit. Like, but you won't headline me because of whatever. I've been doing comedy longer than this guy who you're better. I always bought, but they went through the ranks of host, middle, headliner. Right. And know. some guys just host and host and host and host and host for years. They just have that <laughs> voice MCing, never even featuring. So, you know. That's not possible. It's very possible. <laughs> no. Oh, it's possible. No. So then, so, but the show is but then the, the show made, then the I, straw that broke the camel's back yeah, for so you. Yeah, so then, then. I, went, I went from like, I remember my agent at the time was like you can't like uh he's like he it was like i was like what do i do i had no idea i went from like it was a crazy tornado i truly it's still like not messed me up but it's like it's still a thing i'm dealing with it's like Mm -hmm. to go from like nothing to like people know who you are you're selling tickets and it's like it's a weird spin of like you sucked and now everyone loves you it's like weird and just like emotionally and physically it was just everything was weird but i'm so grateful but like i remember like uh, so they booked me on the road like almost four weeks a month and I was like this is not what I want but then I was told like you're leaving money on the table and I'm like okay if you guys think I should do this I'm gonna do this and then yeah. I was like I need to bring someone with me though and they're like you can't bring uh, an opener your first time through these clubs I'm like you don't sell out comedy clubs your first time through on clubs and you don't get the headline comedy clubs first time through on your clubs I'm not gonna not do this if I can't bring an opener because I'm gonna be yeah. sad the whole time I will right. literally gladly not do it I'm yeah. not gonna do f- Wednesday night to Monday morning traveling for a year and a half unless I can bring a friend with me then yeah so like that then they're, they're like okay <laughs> and I was like is that easy really it's just yeah. like stupid politics like it's so silly this business is the d- dumbest thing of all time it really is well it is the wild west of like 
occupations because it's just like they'll they'll give you a firm no and it's amazing sometimes what you can get away with if you just push back a little bit because most guys in your situation be like i'm just so happy to be here yeah this is great it's my i'm headlining this is awesome but it's just like no if you have a little respect for yourself which you did which i would say 98 percent of the comics don't because we all have been given those gigs it's like well i'm not fucking taking that but you know somebody's waiting, chomping at the bit to take that next bit. So it's, I mean, it's a testament to yourself that you have the respect for yourself to say, I value myself more, my sanity, to say, this is what I need to make this work. And then the clubs capitulate. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. It's, thanks, but I don't know. That's the first nice thing you've ever said to me, by the way. So wow. That's, yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Oh, that's not true. I've said hello to you before. No, no, that's, that's, that's that means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> no, but you told me that great story. Like, years ago, you were asked by a club to, like, work New Year's Eve. The money was so low, and mm-hmm. you're like, there's absolutely no way. And then they came back with what you asked for. Oh, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, they yeah. have the money. money. They have the money. Yeah. You know, they just, they want it. It's that push-pull game. I they pretty much asked it. for double what they offered because the first one was so, so insulting. Yeah. I said, absolutely not. So I, I doubled it, and they're like, okay. Yeah. It's like, it's is just that proof. easy? Yeah. And then you got the 300 bucks. That's, uh, that's so... <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Shoot I, fish in a barrel. I love watching Shut doesn't the it? fuck up. <laughs> I love watching you guys flirt. It's like so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the last episode is Gary and I banging. We do. It's like we finally, <laughs> we finally have gotten over all we the animosity. We jumped the shark. Yeah, we yeah. jumped the shark. Yeah. When you, Fonzie jumps the when fish. When you do that bit that's just like, you know, like the mac and cheese slurping and all that, are you that about Gary? <laughs> that you hear on the other side? Well, it's it's about Gary's diet, yes. Could you do uh, America's Got Talent? Could you get five people up on stage for Sausage Party in 90 seconds? Gary, <laughs> you're Chef Boy Arctic, you're Romeo Horsecock, you're... Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, just, I mean... But... Have you seen Mel B at the comedy store ever? She's been at the comedy store quite a bit. I've seen her there twice. And she said she, she would is... go to see a Sebastian. Oh, that makes Sorry. sense, yeah. No, 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 I mean, I, look, I think Sebastian's one of those guys that every comic... That kind of passed at the comedy store. There's like a group of guys that all came, moved here at the same time. And Sebastian and I and like Brett Ernst and just all these guys like Ren Azizi and Caparillo. Like all those guys at the comedy store in like 2004, Sebastian was the one guy. We'd all sit in the back and watch and go, that dude, I mean, he's going to kill it one day. And now he's, you know, he's theaters and everything and just killing it and just had an ABC pilot that or an NBC pilot that didn't go and just like I think sometimes the executives don't even know the power of like the drawing power of some of these comedians that go out there and just like do you not see what this guy's doing what he's right. capable of I mean give him a shot get it on the air yeah they said they can't they didn't pick up Gabriel Iglesias' show either the same thing it's just like are you kidding me I mean Gabe's a, a stone cold killer I mean I know he's not everybody's cup of tea because he's doing kid shows, but I mean the guy's selling out arenas. I mean, how do you're not you are talented enough, obviously, if you're drawing arenas. Give yeah. that guy a shot. It's yeah. it's interesting. Like respect on one hand, on one small hand, one very tiny hand. Uh, respect to I don't know who has all these tiny hands, but respect to uh, them for not being like, oh, they sell lots of tickets. We're gonna give them a show. But on the other hand, it's like that's what this. They have guarantee. They're doing something right, and you should respect keep yeah. that in mind. But like, the other shows they picked up are going to get canceled, though. You know, it's like why not give it? To- Completely, yeah. But it's like you're. It's such an oxymoron because you're doing. You want the TV show to do exactly what it is they're already doing. Yeah. It's just like the TV show almost, in some insecure ways, the validation. Yeah. Uh, for these comedians, like Russell Peters wants that more than anything. But it's just like, but you have the thing that the TV show would get you. You, you're doing the O2 Arena. 
right, in London. Right. It's like, well, you, you did it without the TV show. That's even more difficult. That's 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 the biggest struggle of all. So why not just appreciate that? But you know, but instead, it's, it's you, you turn on the TV and it's the same five people that are constantly working and doing the the shows that are just so redundant over and over mm-hmm. again. I mean, you know, it, it's crazy. I just saw Kevin James has a new show that's coming out in the fall on CBS, and the tagline was. Uh, he's a retired police officer now living at home, realizing life in the house is much worse than it was out in the battlefield. I'm like, here we go. You know what I mean? It's just like the, the t- it's just so like. Does no, it change nobody... like the dynamic of when you're warming up that show? <laughs> like knowing the tagline is like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to skew a little older with the demo. <laughs> I, listen, at least there's somewhat originality to it. I mean, I, I've done shows where it's a complete here we go. rip off. It's like, hey, here's the bar. Here's the drunk guy. Here we go. <laughs> Shut Does, up. Does it help? Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> Does it help you? <laughs> Does it, yes. Does it help your career to 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 hate on Kevin James's new show? No, I think it's going to be a big hit. I do. I'm I'm being <laughs> serious. You don't think it's going to be a big hit? If, if his show knows. taped in L.A., would you? It's, it's, if it did live studio audience tapings in L.A., would you have hated on it just now? No, absolutely not. If I was working <laughs> on it, no, because there. Yeah, Joey Cola got that gig. Joey Cola did do is doing that gig. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you something. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you something. Joey Cola's so, a good man. He's a good dude. Let me ask you something. Out of all of the things that you've gotten to do, right? as a result of AGT, what, what, what's something that you still can't do that you're frustrated with because people are just still dicks? Ew. Yeah. Like what, what is something I'm still... Yeah, like what, what what's next? What do you want to do next? But what, what have I been rejected by or what what is something that I would like to do next? Yeah, what have you been rejected by? You told, you told, <laughs> I mean, I can list every you, single... Literally, I mean, if you, if you haven't there, seen me on anything else, it's safe to assume that I've tried... Like, <laughs> like, so, so have you tried to do tonight's show? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I think it's an easy game to play. What have you been rejected by a comedian? Stand up comedian. When, 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 question, Gary, Jesus Christ. I, I, <laughs> so, do you, no, would I, you like to have let a me just say this. Let like... me just say this. You brought it up before the show. You said your hometown was San Diego. It's well, hard for I, you to get work no, no, in no, San Diego look, Club. Sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> Don't give him that much respect. It's, I'm picky about where I'd like to work sure. in my hometown, and I have a lot of options, but I'm yeah. very picky. So right. I'm doing the biggest place I could is the Cabo Festival in mm. Del Mar. That's awesome. Thank you very much. I'm picked that over the other places that could yeah. possibly perform. Yeah, you're you're picky about you're picky about who pays you three hundred. Gary, <laughs> what is what is? Well, I drove here to see you. I used to. You, said, those you said I could. You you said I could call in or I could come in. I was like, I'd love to see Gary and Steve. I haven't yeah. seen them in a long time. It'd be nice. And now I regret it. You, <laughs> look at that face. Wow. I could have been Felipe's podcast. One of the nicest guys. There's fire in his eyes. Look what you did to him. Yeah, I know. I could tell. Do you remember when you had the the 15 year old? He's girl? gonna eat bread today because of you. The 15 year old. You what? had a 15 year old girlfriend, and then she set me up with her friend, and then I and then I didn't like oh her. Then god. it was weird. Jesus. Oh scary. my god, you have a better memory than I do. 2007. That's one when my, it was. One of my first blind date because his friend was his girlfriend was he had this hot like 12 year old girlfriend. Yeah. And like I was. Gary. like, and like, is that, I remember that, yeah. And then she's like, I had a joke about it for like two years, but I can't. I try to, I try to bring it back. I can't figure out how to make it work. Cause it's just mean. But it's a, but like in real life, like 
her his hot girlfriend. She was smoking. <laughs> She's like younger than me, and I was like fifteen. I was like eighteen or something. I was in my thirty. She was twenty. I was twenty one for real. Okay. I was twenty. I was, I was twenty one. I was about to move to New York, move to New York, and then he's like, uh, uh, she her friends like, I have a friend, I'll set you up, but she's beautiful, she has a great sense of humor, you know, and all this stuff. She's in high school, and then, <laughs> but then I didn't think she was as pretty as uh, she was supposed to be, because this is before like, oh, let me see a pic, you know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. That's ten years ago. <laughs> now it's just like, let me see a pic now. Nah. And then I met her, and then I was like, she was, she was looking back, she was cute for sure, but like, yeah. I, his girlfriend was so hot. <laughs> I know it's confusing, but like, I wonder, I wonder which girl that was. I was trying to think of who that was. And then I remember like we didn't click at all. She didn't know who um, Ron Paul was, and that bothered me. <laughs> and then I remember like I didn't, I, I didn't talk to her. Like I didn't hit her up afterwards. I was twenty one. I didn't know anything. And I remember she. Texted you don't know the damage that the Federal Reserve is doing <laughs> to the American people. I'm in eighth grade. <laughs> but she texted me like. Five days later, I didn't hit her up afterwards. I didn't kiss her. I didn't do anything, you know? Uh -huh. I was a like, shy weirdo, too. And, like, but I remember she texted me saying, is it because I'm not a registered voter? She said that? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not a registered is voter. That's all she said to me. Is it because I'm not a registered voter? Wow. She's become lesbian since. Oh, yeah? Okay. yeah. <laughs> but she was actually listening. I, she was pretty, and I would have had sex with her looking back if I wasn't where I am now. Girlfriend, no girlfriend now? What's happening? I uh, recently broken up uh, with girlfriend. Yeah, you had one? Yeah. Somebody you met on the road? What's going on? I uh, know, but... Yeah, I, you know what's funny? I thought, like, being on the road nonstop, being on TV, I thought, like, this is it. We're going to make up for high school. Let's do this. <laughs> you know? I'll make up for my whole 20s and high school and the rest of my life in the future. <laughs> I'm not cut out for that whole lifestyle of yeah. just, like, hooking up. And then also, the other problem, too, is I realized the, the times where I've hooked up or met girls I've even dated after shows, they weren't fans. They were, like, people who just happened to be on my show. They didn't know who I was. You oh, know? Really? Oh yeah, I mean, but I mean, I didn't have any fans before America's Got Talent. I had like a couple of random creepers from the internet. But, like, you're my fan. You're weird. Why would you be my fan? Now it's like I'm amazing, you know. But like, <laughs> so I would do a meet and greets. And I meet my fans. Yeah. It's and they're like not, like, it's, <laughs> no, no, they're very sexy, all of them. But like, they're not like. Go on, sir. They're like they're couples. Either the the girls. They is, look like Gary. <laughs> the girls. <laughs> Oh my god, um, no! But like, they're not. Uh, there's no option. Even if there was, I barely even turned down girls to hook up with. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not that guy who <laughs> right, like yeah. brings out like all these like hot like 12 year olds like Gary who want to like, <laughs> date him. You know? I bring out like girls who. This is my meet and greet process. Yeah. I do a meet and greet, and then like the the girl Gary tells girls his favorite author is Judy Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Seuss. <laughs> So then they go like the this is my mean greet. I do mean greet, and then like the girl uh, 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 is it's a po pretty girl gets a picture with me, and then like uh, her boyfriend's there, and then and I'm like, hey, do you want me? He's taking the picture. I'm like, do you want me in the picture? Then he's like, no. Yeah, that's my fan base. It's just like. And by the way, uh, your fans, rabid fans, are called Taylors. Yeah. And Steve's fans uh, are called Gold Starlers. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. We're, we're nearing the finish line. Yeah. Gold what stars. Is, what is honestly. That's so funny. What is on the horizon for you? That's so good. What do you, did you get his joke? Yeah. Yeah. It's every week. <laughs> every week we go into places and it's like that you know, half price line here, a full price line here. There's nobody in the full price Anyways. line. Anyways. Whatever. <laughs> 
Have you ever had a club do the gold star thing before? Like you like like too soon, and then they like I had a club do this where like I had a door deal, and then where you get like percentage of ticket sales for listeners and for Gary. <laughs> <And> for, <laughs> that was pretty good, right? Yes. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. So then, Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> do you get it? <laughs> so then, this is funny, you guys. I like this. I don't like when he did to me, but I like it when it, <laughs> when it happens to Gary. It's fun. It's better that way. But like uh, they did the gold star things, assuming I wouldn't sell tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, oh, we'll start giving like half price tickets, and then, then I sold a bunch, and then they had to pay me, the difference of. Oh, that's awesome! What literally one time that happened. The other yeah. times they were right, but like, yeah. um, anyways. There, uh, there, there was a story at the uh, I think the one of the clubs, one of the improvs, where people bought tickets at full price, and then like a week later, before the the artist got there the box office was calling people randomly on their mail list and was like, hey, you just won four free tickets for this weekend. They're like, one, I just bought them a week ago. Yeah. Like, and so it just became embarrassing because they were cross-promoting mm-hmm. the same show. They didn't even realize it. So, and they're like, no, we don't want those. Here we go. You know what Take I hate? <laughs> Steve. We, <laughs> we were in Atlanta once and Steve, we literally saw a sign on the door. It said Gold Star Pickup right here. And that was for your show. And we, I, we both looked at it and just laughed. It was really, really funny. You know what sucks about Gary? <laughs> can we just look? We go we ahead. Are, right, we are. Oh, so I got to ask you, what is on the horizon for you? My career has been literally inches away from dream come true things, mm-hmm. and then just uh, never mind. You know? Yeah. So like, I have things in the works that would be amazing and make right. my life so happy, but nothing's official till it happens, which I've learned. I keep being reminded of, and mm-hmm. so I literally have nothing right now. But I have like I'm developing. I have TV shows in development with really special people. That's great. Thank you. But then it's it all goes to shit, you know. But no. Then, but it's it's. It, but but I the mean, great thing is you have you, those you, things. But you went through this, and then it, how, how many times did you, uh, for your sitcom, how many attempts did you do before you got it? That was my first. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I because I was That's just a road cool. dog. I was just a comic. That was it. So I I never had. It's like, yeah, I think every comic has this delusion that you're going to get discovered in a club and they're going to give you a show. I literally and thought, I thought that. that. Yeah. And then it wasn't until a friend said, no, you should write it for yourself. And then I did. And that was the first thing. So. And you brought it to people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I've had two or three things since where, you know, like things that have gone and it's gone up the ladder or whatever. But it's just like the great thing is you have those things that you're passionate about. And one of those things will come true. Of the five things, not all five. You're not going to go five for five, but you'll have one. Yeah. And, the, and, and I think, in fairness, the big difference between you guys is Taylor's focused on comedy projects. Um, with with your stuff, I mean, best of luck. Uh, <laughs> uh, where can they? Where can people find you online? Um, uh, at Gary Cannon. Um, That's a big one. Taylor Comedy at Taylor Comedy. I'm at the Taylor Comedy on Snapchat because some motherfucker won't give me. His Snapchat thing. You ever had that conversation with someone and they're just like, no, I don't know, man. Like, you don't yeah. have any. You literally don't. I literally need so your it. Your cousins can fight. Yeah. You literally don't need it. And I literally need it. Anyways, but shout out to. And then, um, yeah. It's Facebook. Yeah. At Gary Cannon. <laughs> no, what is, what is all your stuff? Uh, Taylor Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah. Um, Facebook Taylor Williamson. And by the way, I, I you, you could have you you could have made the easy move and called in, and you came in. Yeah, was we really do. Thank you very you. much for coming. No, in. genuinely, yeah. it's the nice yeah. to see you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to enjoy the cupcakes. But my wife. No, would th- be, thank, uh, thank you. Your wife. I wish I was still with that hot twenty-year-old, <laughs> but now I'm with an old friend. What are some upcoming dates you have? <laughs> um, 
I'm in, uh, is this live? This is live, right? So yeah, we'll in, put this up, yeah. I'm in San Antonio on Saturday. Nice. Uh, the I thought that club burned down. <laughs> anyway. August, <laughs> August 20th at Tobin Theater in San Antonio. It sounds cooler. And then uh, Cabo Festival in Del Mar in September. Then uh, Boston and Spokane and Seattle. And then as of now, my career is over after that. That's <laughs> why, now, yeah. why do we do hey, that? After Spokane, hey, yeah. after this podcast, buddy, <laughs> you wait. It all Those changes. Those calls are coming right through. Where Taylor can they find you? Where can they find you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. At <laughs> Canon Comedy. Comedy. At Steve Burn Live. Yep. All things comedy. We got to thank Taylor. Thank you so thank much you for Taylor. listening. Thank you, Taylor, buddy. Hey, by the way, can I just yep. say, by the of way, course. you guys were always really nice to me. I just, the, the one genuine moment. Like, Gary put me on. We should have talked about this, but Gary put me on his. Cut uh, the fucking music, bro. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> he ran these, like, really, these shows in, like, Ontario. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like, 11, 12 years ago. Yeah. Like, horrible shows, but uh, he was so great. gracious to put me on them. And, like, when I was nobody. Like, you know, I'm just some random guy being like, like, hey, uh, put me on a show. I, I open. I literally, I would be, not no joke. Not that it, it's worth saying. It's not a joke. But like, hey, my name is Taylor. I open for Dat Fan. Um, <laughs> I'd love to come perform <laughs> on your show. Cause like I did like the open mic in San Diego, and yeah. then he went up after me. And I said I opened for him. Like, that was my... Well, bringing this thing full circle, Steve's opening for him this weekend. <laughs> I am Hawaii. not opening. That is a true story. Anyway. That is a true story. Him. And then, anyway, yeah. you were nice. You were always mean. But you were, like, mean nice to me, though. So, like, I could tell you... You never mean nice. <laughs> what do you mean? Steve, yeah. is I mean? But you were, like, ni- I know you liked me, but you were mean to me. What, uh, what did I it's do? It's like you were, like, doing the New York comic thing to me. I'm just like, hey, nice... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, like... No, like, I didn't do that to you. No, but, like, one time I, I was, believe it. One time I was looking at my notes, and then, like, I, I told you this, I was looking at my notes uh, before a show, and then he just takes them and he puts them in, like, the, the candle and lights them on fire. He's like, you don't, you know what you're doing. You write the same notes every show. And I was like, that's, tr- <laughs> that's true, actually. That but, sounds like me. Yeah. We should do a, a, a behind-the-dojo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just show this. Thank you. <laughs> Gentlemen's Dojo. Bye, everybody. <laughs>